Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. What on earth is a marketing communications guide? Well, today, Dan and Lloyd are talking brand guidelines and what outlining your brand identity on paper can do for you and your team. This whole thing is super important for new team members because how on earth are they to know how to communicate to the outside world? And it's going to save you time from saying this over and over again to different people. Now, when it comes to social media content, consistency is key, especially when it's the image your company is projecting to the outside world. So having these guidelines in place will ensure that every piece of content you create fits perfectly within the bigger picture. Describe in adjectives what your company's personality is not. Well, we're certainly not rude, dismissive, boastful or unethical, are we? What what are we, Lloyd? I would say we're fun, intelligent, ethical and creative. (laughs) Good reading. Personally. So what can developing a marketing communications guide do for you? Stay tuned to find out. Right, let's get stuck in. This is episode 87 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. What on earth is a marketing communications guide, Dan? And why is it worth us listening to this episode? Well, that's a good question, Lloyd. A marketing communications guide, I think different people describe it in different ways. But for us... It's an instruction manual for everyone that works for our company to know how to communicate with the outside world and internally with anyone and everyone so that we're all consistently communicating in the same way and getting the same messages across to the world. Cool. That was, that was very good. <laughs> I enjoyed Does that, that make sense though? It's like, yeah, it's a guide to show how we should be speaking, what kind of perception we want people to think about us what things we want to communicate which i think i think the massive positive is the long-term effect that consistent messaging to the world over time i guess is um puts you where you want to be over time yeah and i guess a quick backstory as to why we're doing this so uh if you don't know already every month we have like a management meeting where we review our performance and a couple of months ago um i had a bit of a bad month and you and you were kind of giving me the kick up the ass to improve with our marketing, which is a good thing you do to help yeah. us improve. Yeah, it happens the other way around sometimes. Yeah, it happens well. the other way yeah. around. Yeah. And one of the things is like we're not consistently communicating. The, the whole marketing and everyone involved was quite disjointed. I was doing certain things. Other mm. people in the team were doing other things. And it was purely down to me not creating some kind of guidance to help the team Mm. to ensure we're all aligned on the way we communicate so from that um meeting i then scheduled time to create this communications guide which is an instructions manual for our team like i mentioned and i've actually got that communications guide to hand and i thought as always with business anchors we want to help you, the listeners, to improve your marketing and your business. And this has been a huge benefit to us. And I thought, why not share the process we went through to develop this and give some examples of mm. how we're doing it so that you yeah. can create your create your own communications guide. I think it's so useful. When Once you go into the detail, you realise with this, there are so many different ways that you communicate with the outside world that have an effect on what people think of your business and especially as we've been growing and new people have been starting and stuff like dan said we have a number of people communicating with the outside world whether it's intentionally as in oh i'm posting something on social media or whether it's kind of the 
more passive thing of like I'm on a video shoot with a client and I'm chatting to them. Yeah. To have those consistent messages of like this is who we are, this is what we do, this is how we help people, really important. Like the, I'm just thinking, is my no, it's, it's not about how we look. I'm wondering if my rubbish beard uh, communicates anything negative. No, but <laughs> oh, that makes it sound like it does. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It's not that kind. Of, like okay. we don't want to become, you know so intrusive to our team that you have to wear a certain you know we're very much like come to work with what makes you comfortable yeah it's more the way you're communicating and speaking okay. and engaging with the outside okay. world do you know what annoyed me about my sorry just quick tangent yesterday we played squash together yeah walking out and someone we know goes what is it beard vember and it annoyed <laughs> me because i thought if anything it's barch <laughs> or depending on when this goes out it's baitprol <laughs> I mean, if you if you're late to this episode, potentially Boon or Belay, not Beardvember. I know I I could tell what they're doing though, because of Movember. Yeah. You know the thing where you grow a tash for charity. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. April, mate. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> so, um, what I want to do is break down the different kind of sections to this guide and give some insight into and re- read some of some of it to give you an insight into what All our right. guide looks like. So. A uh, few different parts. The first part I developed was the guide purpose. Because whoever's reading this guide needs to understand how it's used and what it's used for. Could be a, could be a new, well, when you're first introducing this or a new employee. Really I was going to say, I think this whole thing is super important for new team members because how on earth are they to know how to communicate to the outside mm. world if they've never shown been shown how to or... And it's going to save it's going to save you time from saying this over and over again to different people. Yeah. So, uh, just to give you an insight into what R says, the purpose of this document is to function as a guide for every way Knowlton communicates to the outside world. This could be content, videos, copy for posts, images, podcasts, or anything we produce that is seen by the public. It could be client communication, basically the way we speak to clients. Um, you know, in person or over Zoom, etc. Or it could be any other communication to the outside world. For example, speaking to people you meet at an event or speaking to actors or speaking to people who own locations we're trying to hire, like anything. Mm. And again, we're, we're, we're talking from a marketing video mm. production company site. But if you're an accountant or if you're a cleaner or who, you know, any type of company. Speaking to customers, speaking to your suppliers, uh, posting on social media. It could be, uh, yeah, anyone you deal with as a business, which usually there's loads of people you're yeah. dealing with. And then, so that's a bit of the kind of guide purpose. Then the actual meat of the guide is broken down into three parts. So we've got, what? He's weird how he said meat. Well, that's the meat. The meat of this. Yeah. Knowlton content checklist. And I'll explain what those in a second. Knowlton brand guide. And Knowlton brand checklist. Oh, interesting. So our content checklist is basically, and I'll go through the points in a second. It's a checklist for every piece of content we produce needs to be hitting these points to ensure it's at the standard that we want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm go- I'll go through those. And this is great, like we said, for the team, because really running a business, you want your team to have all the tools that they need to do the best job they mm. can. And most of the time they want that too. Um, it's quite hard if you just go do this and make it good, but they don't have guidance or the tools they yeah. need. I'm definitely the kind of person that works better when I've got more guidance mm. to ensure that I'm doing the thing. So yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, and then the second part is the Knowlton brand guide. You'll see when we get into this, but really it's a case of like, what is our personality? What are the, what's our vision? What are we focusing fo- uh, focusing on that we want to get across so that people get a real feel for the type of company we are? You know, how corporate are we? Are we super corporate or are we really laid back and chilled? Mm. Like what vibe are we going for? And this, this in like this has implications on the language we use when we're speaking mm. or the language we use when we're creating content and that kind and of thing. And we worked backwards with this, didn't we? So started at basically what do we want the world to think about Knowlton? Yeah. If you think ideally like our, our clients, potential customers, followers online, what when we say like, oh, who are Knowlton? How do you want to be described? How do you want your business to be described and work backwards from that? A really important, on that note, a really important point is that, with this is it has to be true to you. Like you can't just say, we want to be perceived as this thing that completely isn't what you are. So it needs to be super aligned. We started by having this session where we were like, what are we and what do we want to be um, to, to kind of start? I think that's important. What do we want to be? Because you, there may be things that you aspire to. Like in, if you have a meeting about this, you might be saying, we want people to think we're fun. If you're not fun at the moment, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think first take the actions to try and be fun <laughs> i think just saying it and then communicating it to the world yeah. you might get some short-term benefits but people will see through it so it's fine to say yeah. that's what we want to be but take I the think, actions before you shout about it too much i think i i believe we are actually fun so we unintentionally do that by through the content we create and the behind the scenes mm. uh videos we make of our shoots and our tiktoks to show the kind of culture here yeah. oh we have a laugh don't yeah. We? yeah so i think yeah but i guess if you're if you're not fun then try and do stuff i think that's it's quite harsh to think of yourself as not fun <laughs> no, isn't it? No, more yeah. thinking as a business in general and no, there's loads of businesses that <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't describe as fun you know there's yeah. businesses that have to not be fun and there are other focuses so it's okay if you're thinking my business isn't fun i mean is that okay though? I'd hate to work for a not fun company. Well, well <laughs> we would, but uh, <laughs> I suppose we're, yeah, we're a very small part of the business landscape. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then the third part is the Knowlton Brands checklist. Now, this is something that you really um, had an input with to make sure uh, we're doing this, and it, this this is basically the key things Knowlton we want to be known for. The key, you know, when people are uh, watching our videos, reading the copy of our posts. What messages do we want to get across to the outside world? And uh, that that comes from our business goals. So um, I know Daniel will go into detail and things, but we've got goals of becoming the most creative agency in the UK. Um, so we've got things in place of how we can maximize creativity coming out of our business. And therefore, that's something we want to communicate. Um, so I think try and relate it back to what you're trying to achieve rather than just going, oh, do you know what? I want my business to seem fun. It's like, is that related <laughs> why, why to you your that? business goals? Yeah. For us, it is. We're trying to maximize how much Dan and I and our team enjoy coming because to work it, and that yeah. being a massive part of it. So fun has to be part of that to make it worthwhile. Um, but if that's not one of your goals, don't feel like you have to say that's one of the things. I think relate it to what's important to you and your business. Yeah, definitely. So to go into the real nitty gritty from each of these three sections now. So the first one, the Knowlton content checklist. We actually did an episode, a deep dive into this recently. Can't remember the episode, um, but it was... it <laughs> <Good>. was. 
I usually remember the episodes. It was one of the recent ones before this um, about creating good content. So there's the checklist. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things that uh, we want our content to be hitting every time. So first, we remember this with the acronym, don't we? <laughs> Always remember Rian Vatic. <laughs> so we did try to come up with an acronym, but it didn't work. There wasn't enough vowels in this. So yeah, that, that's the acronym. Say it again, Lloyd. <laughs> Rian Vatic. <laughs> yeah. So the, the R part of Rian Vatic. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> is this piece of content relatable to the target market? Will they be nodding along when they're consuming this piece of content? Super, super important. The next one, emotion triggering. Does it trigger some kind of emotion? Does it make the viewer feel something? Does it make them... Uh, you, you took the piss at me last time we said this because I said, does it make them feel entertainment? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> an yes. emotion. That is not, a, not no. an emotion. Does it make them laugh, cry, go, ah, oh, mm. go, ooh. And go, with ooh. this, not. I think you don't need to be thinking like, hang on, this picture I'm posting on Instagram isn't going to make people cry, so I'm not going to post it. No. It can be a, it doesn't have, every piece it of content a, doesn't have ooh. to be a really strong emotion of yeah. like, crying or laughing yeah uh with absolute joy i like to think like what noise will this make someone what will yeah. this, this piece of content make someone make <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be don't making want that. that noise no yeah, yeah. that's more only fans okay <laughs> so the next one on brand is it in line with what is outlined in your note in your sorry brand uh communications guide is it on brand for you is it getting the right kind of vibe across if you're super corporate you don't want to be using acronyms and like cool words like uh <laughs> lol and i was gonna say i'm looking forward to the cool word lol no but you know what i mean you, you like we, yeah. we like to come across as very non-corporate and because yeah. we are and we yeah. talk in a, the way that you speak whereas lawyers might want to be very formal and talk correctly yeah, in a deep voice for no reason exactly the next one native basically is it built for the platform that it's being distributed on uh Really understanding each of the different platforms is super important when you're creating a piece of content. Like, for example, you wouldn't put a highly produced TV ad on TikTok because it's not going to work because much lower produced, lower production value content that taps into trends works better on TikTok. And some of those things could have a negative impact on what people think of you. Yeah. So if, if the content you're putting out looks like you haven't put the effort in or you don't know what you're doing, that could probably more from a marketing perspective like ours but actually for most businesses like you could genuinely put a, a million pound tv ad on tiktok and it would perform worse than uh, a video that one of your team has shot with your phone that's tapping into a trend that's a sounds going viral at the time the next one value adding is it adding any kind of value this is a really crucial one mm -hmm. looking at the piece of content or the copy you're writing and asking yourself what is someone actually getting from this i think again us as an agency we've improved this a lot recently because before we would say, you know, even with copy, we'd sort of say, oh, here's a thing we did. Look at mm. it. Oh, yeah. Whereas now we're like, here's a thing we did. Here's an insight into how we did that thing that you can learn from. We learned this thing. Step one, step two, step three. Or Just thinking about the other side of the content, the people looking at it, watching it, listening to it rather than because we we want to because we're excited by the work we do in our team we want to just go look at this thing we're doing yeah because to us it's exciting and it might be to some people but like you're saying you need to think of the person on the other end of that mm. does that excite them or entertain them or do we need a different angle to make sure it's value adding i think that's why empathy is so important mm. with marketing 
is yeah. putting yourself in someone else's shoes and understanding. Because in our team, we're just going, oh, this is so yeah. exciting working on this project. If someone outside of it doesn't feel that, then... They're probably not that excited. Probably not, no. The next one, thumb stopping. So, uh, <laughs> obviously, people on social are constantly scrolling. What about that piece of content is making them stop scrolling to look at it? Like a video, the first three seconds are really key. Mm. We focus on creating hooks in our videos. So something um, that's really visually engaging or something that's really communicating something key that they're going to learn mm. from consuming that piece of or content. Intriguing. Or intriguing. Or intriguing. Start video. I'm going to talk about something that saved me a million pounds and mm. made me grow a foot in height. <laughs> I want to watch that video. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, so do I. <laughs> And the final one, <laughs> call to action inducing. You basically need to tell people what to do at the end of that piece of content mm -hmm. because people need reminding. So if it's to let us know what you think in the comments below or if it's mm -hmm. subscribe or if it's go and listen to the Business Anchors podcast or leave us a review or... Yeah, which you should. Which you should. Yeah. Oh, Dan, we, when we asked for that, though, did we do all those things? We need to think of... Rionvatk before we go to the call to action. Yes, okay. We'll think of Rionvatk. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just remember, let's say it together, Lloyd. Rionvatk. <laughs> I mean, our team just never forget it because it's so memorable. <laughs> just constantly. <laughs> yep, Rionvatk. Um, cool. So that's the Knowlton content checklist. The next one is the Knowlton brand guide. Now, this is a lot more lengthy, so I'm not going to bore you all by going through this whole thing. Oh, thank God. We had tax last week. <laughs> Excuse me. Last <laughs> oh, episode, sorry, sorry. you were talking about tax, and it was incredibly yeah, boring. Well, that's what I mean. We can't do it two weeks in a row, can we? Um, but just to give you an idea, so the kinds of headlines we're going for in this in the brand guide are core values, Knowlton's core values, our core focus for the business, our 10-year target, our brand voice. So just to give you an idea of, I think it'd be good to share our values. What do Knowlton really care about? Lloyd, why don't you share some of our, oh, our like, five I've, core I've values? I've worked hard on these. So yeah. do what you say. Okay. <laughs> Number two, simple, but <laughs> strive to be the best. Number three, do the right thing. Number four, find improvements in everything. And number five, have fun and stay weird. <laughs> I like your reading voice. Thank you. Um, but some more interesting things in the kind of brand voice side of things, there's questions that you can answer. I'll just read out these questions that so you can create your own version of this. So if your company was a person, what kind of personality would it have? Probably exactly mine. <laughs> yeah, That's what everyone does. aims for, right? How does your company make you feel and how do you want it to make other people feel? Mm. If your company was a person, what's their relationship to the consumer? Uh, what other brand voices do you, do you admire? Describe in adjectives what your company's personality is. These are all questions yeah, that you can answer to really get a vibe. If you're thinking as well, like I'm just imagining, right, a new employee starting their first week within your business and they're looking at this and I think it gives them such uh, a good guide to doing the best that they can do. Like the thing, the question like what other brand voices do Knowlton admire or do your business admire and some options there, a new employee can look at though that company's communications mm -hmm. and think, okay, so this is the sort of thing we're aspiring yeah. to be um, such a good good way of doing yeah. things and showing them uh, what they need to do. 
Can I read what our personality is and, and the anchors can decide if we're getting that vibe across? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You concerned? Please tell us, anchors. <laughs> um, so this is how we describe our personality. Knowlton would be the funny guy or gal who uses their intellect to be witty in exactly the right way in all situations. Knowlton doesn't tell childish jokes. Oh. Knowlton subtly communicates credibility through relevant, witty humour. Oh, I like it. Are we? <laughs> I think I might need to cut down the childish jokes in this podcast. That's one thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not quite hitting And that. this isn't just for new employees. I'm learning. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I really cool. I really like that. Obviously, I've read this before, but it's nice to yeah. be reminded. Cool. Just to flip the page, final page, the final few questions uh, in the this, this guide that you need to answer. Describe in adjectives what your company's personality is. Describe in adjectives what your company's personality is not. Well, we're certainly not rude, dismissive, boastful, or unethical, are we? What, what are we, Lloyd? I would say we're fun, intelligent, ethical, and creative. <laughs> good reading. Personally. <laughs> I think that, that's, that's good as well. Having like three or four of that, rather than do this massive list, mm. that really gives you a good idea of who we are and who we're not yeah. like the whole like just saying we're not boastful i think that really if you were if you your idea you, you had to put uh a social media post out about something that we'd achieved mm. to be like okay actually we're we're not boastful so we don't want to be like look at what we're doing we're so yeah. good um but we do want to be fun and do this in a yeah. creative way um mm. Yeah, really, really good. Good work. And then mm. this this finishes off, this part of the, the brand guide finishes mm. off with just some do's and don'ts. And mm. I think this is keeping it simple for especially new team members. So let me just share some of these with you. Mm -hmm. So Knowlton do's. Do. Show our fun and witty personality in the copy you write whilst also demonstrating we're not just funny, we're also highly clued up when it comes to marketing. I think this is something when it comes to our personality is really fun and entertaining and that kind of thing. We don't just want to come across as stupid, like just mm. cheap jokes. Yeah. We genuinely understand that by, by being more fun and entertaining, you're, you guys are going to listen and watch for longer. So then we can get the key messages that we want to get across. Yeah. Like Knowlton's the best marketing company you could ever work with, work with us, that kind of thing. I don't think they noticed. Well done. <laughs> the next one. Use relevant pop culture references and slang where possible without trying to sound like a dad trying to be cool. Oh, that's going to be... That, that's but tough for me, isn't it? This is why you'd probably stay away from this kind of area, mm. Lloyd, because you are the dad that's trying to yeah. be cool. Yeah. Okay. But then, I don't know, some of some of the other team, my, my BFFs in the office, can, can probably do well <laughs> yeah, with exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. You're just yeah. showing us yeah, sick. why you're... Sick. <laughs> uh, another do... Be kind and complimentary always. And That's fine. a really good point, Dan. Well done. Thank you, Lloyd. Mm. You're brilliant. And final <laughs> one, write in a way that oozes intelligence and adds value. Ask yourself, what is someone gaining from reading or watching this? Oozes intelligence. <laughs> Someone's remembering their creative writing classes in primary <laughs> school. <laughs> and then just to end with the, the, the big don'ts, don't be rude. Don't say anything that would show a lack of knowledge of marketing and don't argue. Mm. That's so simple. Don't argue. Yeah. From, from someone online saying, you don't know what you're doing with marketing and us not going, actually we do because of this, this and this. <laughs> yeah. Like that would make you sound stupid. Also, uh, someone on the shoot going, do you know what we should do? We should probably just bury these plastic bottles um, rather than argue with them yeah. and say that you, that is a rubbish thing. To do. That's not, we can just say, oh, actually... We, 
we'd, we'd rather recycle we'd them. prefer to recycle or actually not even use them but thank you for your for your <laughs> input yeah <laughs> i can imagine that's exactly how you'd react Lloyd. yeah <laughs> and the final part of this the not the kind of brand checklist so this is the key the key messages we want to get to the outside world. So with everything we, we, we do, we want to be communicating at least one of these things. So shall I give you an example of some of ours? Yeah, okay. Let's, the, have, a, let's have a couple. This is a really, this is a really big one. Mm. Knowlton is focused on having a positive impact on everyone. Our clients, their customers, our employees, the world, our local community. Um, so with everything we do, we want to be thinking... Are we communicating that we, we're having a positive impact? Because currently yeah. you're developing our positive impact plan, which is a real mm. tangible action plan to actually implement that. So that's one thing. Mm. Another one, Knowlton is trusted by some of the biggest brands in the world. Sorry, biggest and most well-known brands in the world. We've worked with the likes of Wolfie for Nestle, et cetera. Mm. I think we've spoken about milking the top 10% previously, but this is a big part of how we attract the biggest brands in the world to work with us by showing our best work with other household mm. name brands. Mm. Um, and when you look at this, it's so obvious, like why you would be, why you'd have a list like this to make sure we're communicating the right things. Like, of course, if we're communicating that we work with some of the biggest and well-known brands in the world, that's, of course we want to be doing that all the time. If we're communicating, yeah. we're, we have about our positive impact plan and how we want to have a positive impact on everyone in the in the in world yeah. <laughs> um why wouldn't you want to communicate that but i think without a guide like this there's so many options of what you could write what you could say what you could communicate mm. this this is a real focus on making sure the business has uh gets a real benefit from how we're communicating with the outside world yeah and that's it that's the end of the guide nice hopefully you found this more interesting than lloyd's episode on tax last week hopefully because <laughs> I bet that's uh, probably only about three people listen to that <laughs> one. No. But yeah, no, I really highly recommend everyone who works with anyone mm. um, or has team members to create some kind of communications guide so yeah. that you're all aligned on how you communicate. Even if it's, a, if it's a simpler version of that, if it's simplified or you just start with one of these sections, I yeah. think such a good thing. And and from my point of view, wanting to grow a business if you put in the time now, it's going to really save you time when you have 10 yeah. times the amount of people you do now, or even you just have one extra employee. One final thing, mm. Anchors listening, I know there's a lot of you, but hardly any of you are subscribed to the Business Anchors YouTube channel. Oh. And that's where we share the best clips from these episodes so mm. that you can get a flavor of an episode oh. before you listen to decide if it's something that you want to listen to. So yes. please type in Business Anchors podcast to YouTube and subscribe and then you'll never miss out yeah. on and if you do it on you'll be able to see a clip with me with my beard now and then you can let me know if you want to join me in April. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So action what, an in, what an incentive Dan for them to go there. <laughs> oh yeah. Not not oh, because we're gonna be running not because to our their... podcast is brilliant or anything like <laughs> to see me trying to grow a beard. Lord, I don't think you get the whole like marketing and convincing people to do no, something i don't no. think that's a big enough incentive okay. i've done some of the don'ts in the communication <laughs> yeah, guide, yeah. haven't i i tell you what lloyd after this episode if you give this a good thorough read through yeah. and then try and stick to it okay we might actually be able to get subscribers to our youtube channel thank you you're always really kind and you never argue and you communicate in an intelligent way thank you <laughs>
Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, please let me know if you're planning to join Barch or Bapril. <laughs> See you next week.